Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I come to you today as a man, Brian. I come to you not as a dude, but as a chick, and I'm Lizzie. <laughs> Undudely, much chickly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know. Like, I make up that every time I do it. Like, it's just for fun, but... This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about music, news, uh, bands, interviews, and just fun times hangs. with fun people, fun hangs, the vibes. The kids are vibing, I understand. Uh, As so they do. today, yeah, the kids are like to do. Today on the pod, we have our new friend. We just keep making a bunch of new friends during this quarantine. Uh, Brompton Jackson of the band Will Met from Chicago. Or nearby Chicago. Not actually uh, Wilmette, but not you know, actually it's the fine. yeah, the it's city great. of Wilmette. Uh, but it's a good name for a good band. We were chatting with him about the band. They got a new EP that just came out on Spotify uh, or wherever you listen to music. Wherever you, you listen to the, it. Uh, you can cop the vinyl or they also have um some sick merch over on Mutant League Records. You mm-hmm. can definitely check that out too. Yeah. Looking forward to the chat. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into that, Lizzie, what the hell are you doing? What the hell am I doing? Well, that's a very <laughs> loaded question, first of all. Yeah, I know. Just in, in the context of Emo Social Club <laughs> goodness, what are you doing? Uh, well, then here, um, we're just hanging and vibing over on Twitter at X Emo Social Club X. I have been out of the DIY uh, scene discourse which is great it's fine Good. please don't bring it over here stay, to us don't away. want it because i have to deal <laughs> with it we'll be sending out our first press release eventually soon so if you have ever sent a press release for your podcast or have received one for a podcast and have done coverage please please dm us over on our twitter because i'm trying to figure <laughs> out strategic um you know the strategies and logistics um then also logistics <laughs> yes there's words here and I am also um, in contact with one of my friends who I forgot who can draw. We will be getting our ghosty boy and our slim, our slim shadies skeleton boy. Slim, slim shadesies. Slim shades. Shades. Sorry. I don't know. We'll, we'll be getting those designs in soon for our Halloween drop. Uh, at the very mm. least, ghosty boy will definitely be in there. Mm-hmm. Besides that, another plug and promo. My brother's back on Ultimate Ninja Warrior tonight on Hell Monday when yeah. this comes out. And Hell he gets yeah. a story, so he gets longer than one minute. So he gets tune a story. In. You may see my big head on there, too. So that'll <laughs> be sick for y'all. My big potato head. Oh, my God. But other than Fantastic. that, Brian, what are you up to, my guy? Man, dude, just crushing it on the streams. Uh, we missed you on Friday uh, and Thursday because we did this pod. We're, we're doing this pod early. We're doing this pod at a different time than our normal Thursday recording. So we missed you on both have of those. Fun. I don't. I can't believe I him. don't. I just need you know. You need some time. <laughs> you need some time to do 
some other things. So, uh, yeah, we missed you, but we'll be back this week, Thursday and Friday night. We've got an interview and we've got a, uh, a DJ set. Uh, ideally, some things will be different this week. Uh, we're just uh, changing it up a little bit, getting the format more uh, e- easy to run on the back end. I'm watching like some of these other DJs on stream and I'm like, you're basically just watching YouTube videos. And we try to do something a little bit extra like we try to make it a little bit more interesting than just watching the youtube videos um but yeah we'll see we'll see what we can do we're always in the in the mood to make it more fun more interactive more of a uh a good thing for the for the for the crew that comes through uh we also will hopefully have merch this week uh that is the goal as of now as we record this almost two weeks ahead of time so in the 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 stream, you will hopefully have some merch drops happening. So uh, this Friday, just come to the stream. We'll let you know what's up with the merch. You can get f- probably first dibs at some of these designs we have. I'm really a big fan of them. We've had a couple people helping us out with them. So big thanks to our friends that have been able to help us with that because we are a small independent podcast. Don't need no network. And we also, we also don't uh, know a graphic design is not our passion. Graphic design is not, I'm not strong at it. So, you know, if you are a graphic design person and you want to start a podcast, do it because you're going to save yourself a lot of time and anxiety wondering how to market yourself in that area. Yeah. Glad, glad we had other skills, but we're missing some of those. So, uh, yeah, merch soon, merch very soon. It's going to be really cool. And we will, uh, we'll let you know, trust me, we want you to get it. That's that's you know that's, that's obviously that's the point of having something available. Uh, so yeah, check us out on those streams. And if you are at work and chilling, uh, I'm streaming 11:30 a.m. Chicago time. Uh, mostly Resident Evil though. Last week I did end up streaming some Among Us with our friend Gemma over on her channel. It's Gemma Edwards. So. You never know. You never know. If things come up because people are in the UK and it's late and I can jump on their game, I will. So it's a good time. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's where you can find us this week. Make sure that you are following us on all the things. Subscribe on YouTube. We finally hit 100 subscribers on YouTube oh, a week yeah. or so ago. So that's great. Uh, and then it, also join our Discord at emosocial.club slash Discord to uh to hang out with us chat with us we got a good community going right now and to also and, look at the uh, brian memes there's too many fucking memes there's of me of memes. specifically and they're not they're not bad but they're also fine so yeah <laughs> join us in discord to chat you'll probably get some uh some benefits toward this merch as well we have some ideas for what we can do in there with that being done and said and over and done Dead. Here is now our interview with Brompton of the band Will Met. We have a guest today. I always do this like weird, like ha 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 ha, like intro. Uh, trying to trying to build anticipation, you know. Uh, our guest today is Brompton Jackson of the band Will Met. From Will Met, are you from Will Met? Is it from Will Met? No, 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 no. We're... The That'd band be, is based uh... in Sleepy Hollow, but I'm in Chicago. So I'm why? Like 45 minutes away from them, an hour away from them. Okay. Yeah. Why would you not name the band Sleepy Hollow? Then? So it's actually, um, it's like an old skate video, like an old local skate video, I think. Mm. 
is it was called Wilmat, and that's why it's named after. Okay, so not the yeah, town in I, Illinois. When I was like trying to do more research on the band, it was like Wilmette band, like their actual like orchestra band that like plays outside and everything. <laughs> like, oh no, no, this is not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I was like, every time I was putting up an ad, it's like we're talking to Brompton of Wilmette. It's like not just a guy from Wilmette. Like it's a, it's a whole, it's a band. It's fine. A whole ass band. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty interesting if I was just a guy from Wilmette, just kind of yeah. getting my insights on what's going on hey, in, the, in the pop punk music scene. Having yeah. not been in the music scene, that would be yeah. Hilarious. What do you what do you think of this? Oh yeah, I was, you know. Spicy thing. Let me know what's going on over here, real quick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Brompton, tell us about the band. Tell us about uh, about. I mean, you, you were telling us a little bit about how you got into the band and all that, but uh, yeah. It, Explain the band to us. Explain explain this pop punk to us. What is it? Okay. I sound like I'm 87 years old, but yeah. <laughs> That's not your general age range anyway, Brian. It really is. <laughs> what is this newfangled pop punk that these kids are listening yeah. to? Word. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're just a, a couple of dudes. Um, I mean, they're all from Sleepy Hollow and like the kind of northwestern suburbs of Chicago. Um, they all went to like school together and stuff um i knew peyton because i used to work with him uh and then you know i'm in a couple other bands so like we've played shows together and stuff and it just kind of all it just kind of all fell together everything just kind of fell into place and now here i am in the band um it's pretty cool being in the band because like i loved their first two records like just as a friend and a fan so like it's mm-hmm. pretty cool to you know be able to to play those songs and perform with them and stuff like that so i'm pretty pretty grateful that they kind of let me tag along <laughs> absolutely the band and you're like, yeah, let's go guys <laughs> let's do it you know yeah i saw so will met was actually one of the last bands i saw before quarantine at the uh that random house show that i walked in and i felt like i was like 40 years old because <laughs> it was at um god i forgot what the name of the venue was but it was down on the south side of the city right off the kedzie pink line i think it was was it at, um yeah 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 that was like uh inside town was it yeah, inside, inside town? town yeah yes so i i definitely was pretty amped to finally see it, like will met because i have also listened to the music for a while too and i just never have seen you know yellow live so i was super excited and when i always see people post on twitter like oh who was the last you know bands or bill that you saw before quarantine like you know the silly like this is who you would like you know be stuck in a house in and i'm like well it seems like it'd be fine it seems like it would all hit off honestly like if you were stuck in a house with us uh everybody would just aaron and aiden would just be playing runescape uh Peyton would just be playing Gator XL making like videos. Griff, know, Griffin's a wild card. Griffin could be doing anything. Uh you definitely <laughs> have a beer though. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I would just kind of I don't know, I would just be watching like HGTV. I'm also old, so <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I watch HGTV too actively. What which HGTV show though is your fave? I gotta say love it or list it, man. That's really? a good show. It's a good show. Ooh. This is like Ooh. A, there's like a there's like an element of competition to it. Whatever. We don't have to talk about that. No, really, listen, we can dive really right in. Let's not, <laughs> let's not. 
here's the thing is like i totally get it like i'm like no i i i need to i don't even own a house i don't own you know i have no property that i can really do much with but i'm watching it and i just go yeah that's awesome i want to do that and then you know you just sit on your couch all day watching other people build and make things and you're like yeah Yeah. i could do that and then never do any of it Or, or you're just like, God, you guys are idiots. You're not using the space appropriately. And the yeah. floor of this room is all off. And like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like and you're tearing like, down I'm this switch- wall and like, nobody's tearing down the wall. And then you're like, <laughs> why didn't it cost $50,000 to tear down that fucking wall? That's so stupid. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's, also let's... 90 Day Fiance. I fuck with 90 oh, Day Fiance. Yeah. We, we, we actually talk quite forward. a bit about That's that. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we, <laughs> For some reason, it keeps coming up on our on our podcast here, and I'm like, yeah, good. It's it's a great show. I have because it's fallen great. Off it's the... just all these crazy trash people. Yeah, and it just makes me feel so much better about my <laughs> and my life. It's See, American it's... monsters ruining ruining uh, people from other Absolutely. countries. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, who's your favorite 90 Day Fiance couple, though? The the ones that I want to work out, or the ones that I hate the most <laughs> to watch. Oh man, Could why not one. both? <laughs> All right, so I I gotta say, like the person that I hate the most on that show is uh, what's her Nicole. She was on yeah. she was on like ninety days the other way, where like yeah. she went to Morocco. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like all she ate is like mac and cheese and chicken tenders, and I'm like, Ugh. bitch, what the fuck? You're in Morocco right now. He's, <laughs> he's not gonna get you mac and cheese and chicken tenders. Stop complaining. And so yeah, that was that's that's probably uh that's one of them. She's the sure. fucking worst. Also, dude. uh what the fuck Colt and what's her face? Oh Colt and Larissa or Colt yeah. and the other chick? Well Colt and Larissa, because Larissa is insane. <laughs> There's yeah. no doubt in that. The fact that she has spent like more than what we would spend on an HGTV home re- renovation on herself is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane to me. That's insane. I could never never the fact that he that cult was in our our city with that yeah. one chick i was like no you gotta leave when they're like fulton and mark i'm like no out. we gotta get, we gotta get out here, here. please leave don't don't i don't want to see them on the streets <laughs> i remember watching uh the episodes with nicole and Azan, and then like right after that we were watching uh lisa and it was like a hip hop oh, artist from yeah, baby girl Lisa. And I was oh like, I was like, this is just older Nicole. This is just Nicole when it didn't work out with like this. These are literally the same person. It's just like two different timelines of the same person, like acting the same way, treating these guys yeah. like shit, like just having all these like requirements, not spending any time understanding their culture or their religion or any background, just like. Yeah, I need you to give me. I'm a I'm a strong, independent woman from Florida who needs this. And I'm Listen, like, no, you know no. who's a strong, independent woman from Florida, despite how insane she kind of is, is Angela. <laughs> yeah, Angela's crazy though. But Michael just keeps fucking up, so I don't really know what. Yeah, it's like I feel I feel like you're valid in some of your outbursts here, like just a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. <laughs> It's it's scary when you start to feel like some of the crazy people on that show are being very uh they're they're valid. Their opinions and their thoughts are becoming very reasonable and you're like, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on." Well, it's because the, the sh- whole the whole like idea of the situation is just 
it's just insane. So the like the whole concept of yeah, I'm gonna meet this person and then I'm gonna spend ninety days with them and then I'm gonna get married and spend the rest of my life with them. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't get married and spend the rest of my life with them, I'm legally responsible for them for ten years. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Like you don't know these people. Yeah. At all. At all. <laughs> and I mean, even if, even if they're from like another first world country, like you just mm-hmm. as a person, you don't know them. And like they could they could literally just be insane. Yeah. And just fuck up your entire life. Your whole your whole ass life. There's some people though where I'm like, just you going through this process with this specific human individual, you kind of deserve the green card. You've earned it. Like right. th- if this is what you're willing to right. go through just to just to come into this country, please, please come here. You seem better than the citizens of this country, according to this show. Right, right. You're definitely better than the person who's sponsoring you. So how about yeah. you just switch places? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. We're just going to do this and move them here and you stay here. It's more trading exactly. places than 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. Shit, that'd be cool. I'm yeah, into it's it. like trading spaces. It's fine. It's just yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about your band. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that because they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? You just talked about HGTV and 90 Day Fiance the whole time." Yeah. So, yeah. Listen. Be like, guys, it's really important. Listen, it's like listen. the right. it's like the fine shows we watch. <laughs> yeah. Let the fans know your other interests, your outside interests, and they'll be like, yeah, I also like that. And let's hey, listen maybe, to your music. Maybe you'll have an HGTV 90 Day Fiance, you know, music video inspo. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. That would be really interesting. Yeah. That'd be hard to pull off, but that would be really interesting. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, you told us where, no, what, five, uh, it, Lizzie, you go ahead. Well, you did do a <laughs> music video so you were able to pull that off at least (laughs) that was that was a crazy time actually um we went to michigan and filmed it at the silver lake sand dunes and i don't know if you've ever been there but like it's literally just like like nine story high dunes of sand and there's no stairs or anything so you're just like climbing up this hill of loose sand and like it's pretty precarious like you're gonna you you could just fall and just bust your shit (laughs) um and so like yeah we're like climbing up these stairs we finally get to the top and then of course like it's just like a a hill of sand so there's no shade there's no like any anything so we're like literally just there in like these spacesuits for like three hours (laughs) and it was like it was like 90 degrees wow so like that was wild Oh, Damn. Man. I mean, it, the music video looks really cool. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, it's worth. I mean, to... yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Um, the experience was great. Super, super <laughs> cool. Alex Derek did a good job on the video. So I mean, that was like, it was just like we worked with him a lot. It was like a super easy thing. Like he just drove up with us. So it was almost like. It was almost like we got to do like a little like weekend run tour type mm-hmm. experience because we just drove to Michigan, did what we were doing, and then drove back. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely tour vibes in the in the van, so that was cool. Nice. I missed that. I was about to say, and you said earlier before we hopped on that you didn't even get to tour with Wilma, but you you know you're hanging, you're sticking around, so that's also <laughs> cool. 
So I guess you had one somewhat experience in that way to an extent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've known like certain people for years. So I mean, it's not it's not like a weird thing, uh, you know, being a new guy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that was cool. I mean, we definitely had a, a bunch of things planned that got uh, ruined thanks to COVID. But yeah, I mean, you know, so did everybody else. So <laughs> it, it's it's cool. We'll just pick up. We'll just pick up right where we left off once everything goes back to normal mm-hmm. or n- normal ish. Whatever right, the new no- whatever the new normal will be. Yeah. Normal is everybody moshing with face mask on and then yeah. hoping that nobody God forbid loses them in the pit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Maybe everybody's gonna wear the shields instead. I, I feel like that'd be more I feel like that would be effective. I feel like people would get hurt a lot more too. But granted, <laughs> if somebody's punching you in the face, at least you got that protection there a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah, know for sure. An elbow to the for shield. Sure. <laughs> yeah you won't come home and be like i got a black eye and they're like no you just you know little no little mom dead. i was fully protected in the pit don't you worry your kid did good all, i'm safe in the all pit. the ppe <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh um yeah so like what kind of pl- i don't know specifically what your plans were for covid but obviously you uh you you had a tour plan then you had like a whole a, a run planned oh there was like there's like three or four leading all the way up into like now ish we had all of that planned out so that's oh, wow. not happening yeah <laughs> but uh it, it was like it was we're lucky that a lot of it was like in the early stages so it wasn't like we put like crazy amounts of time and, and work into getting everything set up um but i mean you know we definitely had like date ranges set up and like went like general vicinities we were talking mm-hmm. to people to set up packages and stuff like that so you know, it was, it was all, there was a lot of moving parts. Everything was going like, we, we were definitely like going forward with everything. Um, but I, you know, it is what it is. That's mm-hmm. just how, that's just kind of how it is now. So it's fine. The record came out. People seem to be digging it. I love it. So it's, it's cool. We recorded it in quarantine. So that was kind of cool too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's because I know a lot of people had band, like their albums or EPs like pre-planned out and then they put them on hold until to release them. But you guys recorded in quarantine. Were you just like doing it virtually or were you like, you know, socially distant hanging out or were you like, all right, guys, we're quarantined together. We're bros till we die here. <laughs> we, we pretty much spent um, we were like all pretty much quarantined before we got together and went to the studio. And then we were only with each other and the engineer. Um, pretty much for 12 days so it was like it was like just it was like a little bubble yeah it was like our own little bubble (laughs) band in a bubble like cartel (laughs) right there you go yeah so um so yeah so i mean it was it was cool it was uh it was it was great to you know be able to you know keep that plan because like obviously time had been booked and everything for quite some time so we were able to make it work and uh we were actually able to get the record out like on schedule. So that was, that was pretty cool. And then you said earlier, you worked with Alex Zarek. So I feel like we've interviewed <laughs> at least like half of our guests have worked with Alex Zarek and we have yeah. never talked to this man. I've talked to him and he's super okay. friendly. He invited me to come out if I ever wanted to like check out, he, uh, he shot some videos for like really good friends of mine from college 
and I was hanging out with them and like chatting with them. And then he was, uh, yeah, just, he's just been getting around with all these bands. And I'm like, dude, how is this one guy like running the entire Chicago music video scene? <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've asked myself that. I mean, um, I'm stoked because like good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, good for him. He's got like, a, you know, a good, good business going and everything. So that, that's cool. It is really confusing because like there's, I mean, there's a couple other people. Um, but I mean, most of the time, it's there. <laughs> it's, let's, most, let's ask Alex. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, the thing is, is that like, it's, it's nice because he is, uh, really easy to work with. And his turnaround time is like insane. It's super, mm. super quick. Like th- that dude, like just works. Like that's <laughs> what, that, that's his entire existence. So like, it, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's cool. And I mean, he's a cool dude to hang out with. So like, yeah. And it, it, his videos are really good. Like I haven't really seen any videos where I'm like, Oh that man, that one didn't look good. Like he's, he's putting out good quality and if he's easy to work with and he's local like that, sometimes that makes all the difference. It's like, Hey, we want to work with you. Like look at what you've done for all of these other bands in our area. So of course now I'm just like, man, oh, yeah. we got to get him on the podcast. But every time we talk to a band, it's like, you know, let's just talk to all the people around you. Let's never talk to you individually. <laughs> Let's never actually have him on and just talk to all the bands that work with him. So he's like, man, and we, that's how I, I had to do like a class project like that when I was an undergrad and it was like interview everybody else, but not the main person you're going to do a uh, profile piece on. And then you're <laughs> just going to write about it and hope it like is complimentary <laughs> enough and like, you know, gives the idea and image of this person. I feel like this is already that's been pretty interesting. from Mr. Yeah. Alex Zarek here. <laughs> yeah. That's like really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a different way of writing, and it was very interesting. I did find out the person I did it for actually started Cornerstone Music Festival, and he was like the dean of like student activities at my col- my undergrad college. Oh boy. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm into Christian rock. I'm like, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> oh boy. No shit. All right. <laughs> Every time I think of Cornerstone, I just think of like Old Devil Wears Prada and Underworld yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. I remember Flyleaf was always there, and I'm like, wait, Flyleaf? My Flyleaf? A Christian yeah. band? <laughs> All around me? I'm so sick. <laughs> I was like, I, I had no idea, and then found that out, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm starting to, I'm starting to put some pieces together you're, of that you're puzzle here. And you're like, oh, this is kind of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. A buddy of mine actually played one year with this band that he, he, he is filling in guitar for them who they were very, very much a Christian band. Like it was all like, that was the main focus of it. And, um, they went and played and he was like, I was scared. It was scary. (laughs) Everybody's just so like intensely religious at a music festival. So I'm like, okay, if I'm at a metal show and everybody's intense, everybody's like, metal as they can be and trying to show off how metal they are i can only imagine it's that way but with everybody's everybody's trying to out christian everybody else. yeah oh yeah like Somebody if you says, it, oh my god during a breakdown and they're yeah. like, no no it's gosh <laughs> it's like if you're at a show and all the bands are like you know it's, it's a local show and no one's really there it's it's small audiences at least this is my experience <laughs> Uh, when was the last time you were at a, a, a local DIY show, Brian? When I played them, that was it. <laughs> uh, hey, man, you got to support the scene. Come yeah, on, I come try on. to. I did I mean, for you so can't many right years. Now, but I mean, you know, yeah. 
I support the scene and I'm glad they're when, doing what they're doing when, over when there. We, when there's like a safe local show that comes back, I'm taking him with me and I don't care if it's in the middle of the week like it was last time. <laughs> we always cuz you always tell me about these local shows like the one that you you saw them at. Uh and I'm like, yeah, I should go to that, but then I'm on my couch and I'm tired and lazy. And I have a switch and an I'm ex- like I'm going to play Animal Crossing excuse. instead. I know it's not an excuse. Right now I have the best excuse. <laughs> It's like I can be tired all the time and no one can stop me. <laughs> yes. So I do try to support the scene, but I also know that it's uh it's it's tough when you get older cuz you're like what is this new music that people are vibing to? What are these what is this pop punk that every why do they hate their town so much? <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh Eddie Van Halen just died. Yeah, yeah. we were we talking about it earlier. Before you came in, yeah. I like opened up Twitter. I was like, "Holy shit, he's dead!" What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, Dude, he had throat cancer. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's. <laughs> and then we just have to keep sucks. talking through that. Yeah, I know. It's like every time we like try to go do a stream or do a recording of something, it's like there's always news, and I'm like, man, let's just. Can we just go five minutes without news? And then there's 2020 looking over that, our shoulder. That's fucked. That's fucked up. Yeah. I was personally like not huge into Van Halen, but obviously like understand the, uh, the context of it. Understand like there's the cultural impact. There's a cultural impact there. Yeah. I don't know. All I can think of that's is how he wrote jump and then didn't play guitar in it. Yeah. It's <laughs> usually what, what I think of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. That's, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Good guy for all for all I could tell. I mean, I don't know the man. I don't know the man. I don't know the man. You never know. Somebody's gonna come out of the woodwork and be like, "No, he was a dir- jerk." I'll be like, "I don't know the man." Dead. Just let him. Just let him be dead now. <laughs> yeah. Just let him be dead now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, do we have any other questions, Lizzie? Sorry. Yes. I know you mentioned that you were into you're into other bands here. What are those two other bands? Because I'm curious. Oh, uh, I'm in a band called Knockout Kid, and I'm in a band called Action Adventure, as well. That's oh. where I've seen you. Yeah, Action Adventure. <laughs> that name's familiar to me. Yes, <laughs> I was at that. Um, I was talking with Nina last week about the uh, Township Halloween show. <laughs> oh, the one where we covered Fallout Boy. Yeah, because yeah, that, that that take this to your grave is my favorite Fall Out Boy album. And I'm like, I gotta go, so I went. <laughs> That's where I've seen you. Then. That was that was interesting. That was a good. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be we, any we, like Halloween cover shows this year. I know. I'm like super bummed. Like I was already like planning things. Yeah, like, I wanted to to like to pitch to all the bands. Like, yo, we should do this. Or we should do that. Like I love Halloween cover shows. So yeah, so much fun. What were what were some of your ideas? Were you gonna like try to revive I've, the Fall Out Boy or be crazy? <laughs> I've always wanted to do um, like Yellow Card. Mm. I've always wanted to do a Yellow Card set. I've always wanted to do a Four Year Strong set. I've always wanted to do. Um, I also always wanted to do a Cartel set. That would be sick. That would um, be sick. Ryan would go. I'd, I'd go. Him to go. I'd go to. I'd go to a cartel show. <laughs> um, 
I've also always wanted to do uh, the starting line set. Oh, yes. Be, now, now you got Lizzie coming, too. <laughs> I would go either way, Brian. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, tons of tons of ideas. I also, like, would love to do, I don't know, we could, I could dip into, like, metalcore, too. We could just completely change genres. <laughs> like, I've done Every Time I Die cover sets before, so, like, that was Ooh. cool. I, I would totally Ooh. do another one. That would be amazing. I'll definitely be at that yeah. one. <laughs> that that was that was fun. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I've always been much more of like the metalcore hardcore kid than the pop punk kid and now I'm like getting way more into pop punk, but I'm still like, ah, I just want to go to a metal show. I feel that. I mean, it's cool just listen to the new Will Met album cuz there's breakdowns. So. Ooh. Yeah, there's Same some good there's some good spicy breakdowns in there. <laughs> yeah, Gr- Griffin Griffin did a really good job with with those breakdowns man like that was just insane i just remember like listening back like to like the after like in the studio after everything was like edited and just like hearing some of the breakdowns hit and we were just like oh my god what the fuck yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's awesome so what were yeah, some I... of the oh uh, <laughs> keeps happening um what what were then some of the influences going into the record like was it was it to be heavy i i i'm always wondering where like the pop punk kind of diverges and gets like all those other influences in it like the the breakdowns and the the fallout boy riffs and the i think fallout boy is like the best like taking those like metal riffs and putting them over like pop punk from back in the day and then people were like we can go even more intense than this so i mean i guess it's different for everyone like i i spoke with Griffin about it like at length and it's really funny because like Griffin's not like a metalcore guy like he loves like the story so far and Citizen and like Mm -hmm. he's he's like a I mean he's got a pretty eclectic taste in music but yeah he's not like really a metalcore guy and it was just funny because like I think the whole goal was just to write a Will Met record so Mm -hmm. it was just like what do we sound like what does you know what does this what would be what what would be like the natural progression like after anxious body mm-hmm. so this is this is pretty much this is what we landed on i mean it's it's like i i think it's pretty much spot on and so mm-hmm. i mean like it's like griffin like just killed it absolutely amazing with a lot of the stuff that he wrote and mm-hmm. um just like just mad respect for him just being able to just like shit out some of the things that he did like you know there were some things that we wrote in the studio and stuff like a lot of it was 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 uh kind of taken care of like before we went into the studio obviously but then you know there were some things that were just everybody like bouncing ideas off of each other and stuff and and so it was like a it was just like a really good vibe and i think that it just kind of uh we landed on a sound that was very like this is what we all wanted this is kind of it 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 ended up translating from like how it was in everybody's heads like into you know i guess on the paper not really on the paper but like (laughs) into our fingers you know Mm -hmm. the way that the way that it should have so the way you're like it's in here and i want to put it out there exactly same exact way somehow exactly so yeah it's just really it's uh it's really good, like working with Griffin and learning the songs and stuff like that. Like it actually made me better at guitar, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Learning, you know, just always trying to learn new things. Uh, so like that was 
that was great. So yeah, it's a good experience. Uh, and I think that it's just kind of a, there's a lot of different influences. Like I have tons of different influences than, you know, Griffin has. Like, I love the story so far too, but I, I wouldn't necessarily, like the way that he incorporated like some things that they do into what we did on this record was really, um, like really impressive and interesting. And so that was, that was like really cool to see as well. Yeah, I've definitely heard like a good mix and you can hear and, you know, from Anxious Body and to the new EP, like the progression of sound. So that's like really cool to know that that was like your guys' original intent with it. Because, I mean, I at least also feel that when you have more of those heavy like breakdowns on some metalcore riffs, that's kind of normal in some sense with a lot of like more pop punk bands these days. Um, and it's something that I feel like a lot of people enjoy and kind of anticipate to a certain extent now too. It's like, Hey, like, where's a sick drop? Like, I want to be able to like go <laughs> proverbially <laughs> and like, you know, fuck right. shit up. Right. <laughs> no, I feel that for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, like, the, like when I'm listening to music, like, honestly, like it's, it's just a journey to the breakdown for me. <laughs> how, like, That's very how good fair. is the breakdown? And how did I get to said breakdown? Yeah. So that's, yeah. I feel that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I, I like that journey down to the, to the breakdown. <laughs> the journey like to a, the... It's like, yeah. a, you know, Wizard of Oz, like you're on the yellow book road, you know, to see Oz. And like, you know, let's get the fucking breakdown. And then all of a sudden, well, like, I'm just like, yeah. And well, that's why I like, like when the breakdown just kind of comes out of nowhere. Because you're like, just on this path you know you're just kind of going down this road and then just all of a sudden it's like boom it just like hits you and then it just leaves it's almost like a hit and run and then it just kind of leaves and then like you have to just finish the rest of the song sometimes there's a second breakdown which is pretty cool um huge huge supporter and proponent of breakdown in pop punk absolutely but they can't just be like just like regular boring just like Mm -hmm like there has to be like some like there has to be like some tech to it so yeah it's a special type of of breakdown in pop punk because it's it's got to be catchy it's still got to have like you know that that i don't know the melodic sense to it it's not just like anger and like low tune strings and like aggression it's more like the melody and then it's getting everybody sort of jumping up and down and like lizzie would throw elbows at people's masks in the pit so that's what's up yeah, See? that's what that's what we want. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. So that's great. yeah. That's so then great. you st- and then you like stop moshing and you're like yeah, singing along, whatever it is. Well, yeah, because you, you go from that you go from the elbows to like the finger point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like yeah, and then I have my inhaler in my hand. I'm like yeah, finger <laughs> point, I hit my inhaler. All right, let's go feel back. That? Hey, I feel that too. I've been asthmatic for 31 years, so there you go. Yeah. There you go. How Absolutely. do you handle that? How do you handle that on stage? Because I've always been curious. Oh, I just take it. I just take it before. Okay. I just take I just take my inhaler like right before we play, and then I just deal with whatever happens. (laughs) Whatever, whatever, whatever happens, happens, and as long as I, you know, can get through whatever that song is, like we're good. Because then I can always just take it again if I need to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've always wondered because I know I saw Tyler, the creator at Lala, and he had like his inhaler in his hand and he was just taking hits of it as he was jumping up and down. Like, <laughs> now, does everybody do this? Or is that like, that's like... what you got to do. I literally yeah. have it sitting like I have on top of my head 
behind me, I have like two or three extra picks in case I drop one, as well as my <laughs> inhaler and my phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're thinking ahead here. We're thinking ahead. <laughs> so that's pretty much that's like the, that's like the amp top layout. And if I like if I have to, I'll just grab it and just like real quick. You probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah. So. That quick hit. That's like <laughs> just real quick. We're good yep. guys. Let's get back. The party's hopping. I gotta get back. <laughs> I gotta get back exactly. out there. Everybody's having a good time. Exactly. Uh, when you mentioned that you you were a fan of the band for their last two records, was this then the first time you recorded any music with them? Yeah, this was the first time that I was actually involved in the process. Uh, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, they were, like, super great and welcoming. And, you know, it wasn't, like, weird being the new guy or anything like that. So yeah. that was just a good experience. But, yeah, this is the first time that I was involved in that. Was that it, being said, I had to learn all the old songs, and then I didn't actually right. get to ever play them. So right. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I going to hear my sick riffs, guys. <laughs> but my riffs. But my riffs. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm curious about that because it sounds interesting to be like the new guy coming into you know a band that's put out already a couple pieces of music, and obviously being a fan of theirs and being you know talented enough to learn their songs and all that. It's like, yeah, I can I can sort of fill that role, but what is it like going into then a writing situation with them? Was it that they were they were interested to see how that sound evolved now that you were a part of it, or were they more thinking like, hey, we're just gonna like give you some parts that you're gonna play or or how was the collaboration there? So it was pretty cool. Uh, Griffin had a lot of it done most of it and then he was like here's everything if you have any ideas let's just let's go for it and see how it all sounds and so i mean it was it was really good so there was a lot of stuff where i was just like yeah i don't really have anything to change like there's some like there's there are like little leads here and there that i just added that are more for like layering purposes mm -hmm. like a lot of that was like just in like off the cuff like in the studio yeah like I think this would sound cool layered with this or like little harmonies and stuff. Um, but I mean, like a lot of it was like, uh, like conceptual as like a whole, mm -hmm. was that, that was a lot of where the collaboration, at least on my part was. So like um, kind of maybe we should extend this part and then, you know, cut down this part, like just yeah. like yeah, actual yeah. song structure things and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so that like that was cool, and of course, like like I said, like everybody was open to everybody's ideas, and it was really like just very relaxed. It didn't feel like I was stepping on anybody's toes or anything like that. And so that that was like it was just a great experience. It was awesome. Awesome, yeah, yeah. Because I know it, it 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 it's been tough in the past sometimes. I think with bands that like bring in new people and have that have that have it already running and they're like yo just 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 hang out but then it's like yeah good to know that like it, it's nice to see a band that wants to evolve with the people that are a part of it and it sort of brings you into like that band more because you're like everybody in this makes up the band it's not just like one or two people and it's like we're making this new version of whatever it is with these people that we have currently so yeah i like that i think it's also it's it's funny because like being like the new guy if for some reason, which I never ever thought it would, but if for some reason this record failed, in the eyes of everyone, it would have been my fault. 
Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah, you're so right. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like a stressor that is often overlooked. Um <laughs> but that like, you know, it, it's it's fine. It's a great record. <laughs> like like I said, like multiple times, like Griffin did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Peyton and Aaron and Aiden all did a fantastic job. Like everybody like nails all of their parts. Like it was it was just great. It was great. Good. It's good. And, and, you know, nobody has to blame you for anything, which is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. You know, uh, <laughs> if, if they did, fuck it. I, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. But yeah, like, no, putting, it's, on, it's, uh, putting on the blocking out the hater shades. And the yeah. Well, it's just, you <laughs> know, it's nice not being hated. So that's, that's, that's yeah. good. That's It'd good. be like uh, Skiba joining Blink and being like, well, it's Skiba's fault that they're writing bad music. And it's like, no. It's you not. Know, here's the thing. I don't even think necessarily that it's bad music per se. It's just not what everybody wants from Blink-182. And I think that people need to understand that they're it, they're fucking 30 years older than they were <laughs> yeah. when Enema came out. Yeah. You know? Like, dude, you're not, ju- you're not just fucking jerking off in your parents' <laughs> basement anymore. Yeah. Like, you're, you're millionaires and you have completely different outlooks on life. So like it's gonna be different, you know? Yeah. Like so like I I I don't know, I get it. Like I never would have expected them to come out with like take off your pants and jacket too. Right. That's not gonna happen ever. I do think they like, could have come out with uh the self titled too. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like they're in that whole like kind of mixing genres and production styles and stuff like that and they're mm-hmm. doing a lot more electronic stuff in the music and so i don't know if they necessarily would ever go back to something that raw sounding and raw right. feeling right um but definitely like if you look at neighborhoods like it's it makes sense where they are now or like where they're going now gotcha. i think that that makes a lot of sense I've never listened to Neighborhood, so that might also be why I don't get it. <laughs> That's, yeah, you missed the big step the there, dude. You, you Probably. missed the big step. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's like a huge step. <laughs> yeah. That's like you have like the, the main like step landing, and then you just try to like, well, you have like weird, long, linky, bony legs, and you yeah. just like move and like, yeah. I walk, make it. I, I walk like, like a spider I does. Like move my, my <laughs> hips weird, and I'm not yeah. having a great time, but I skipped it. And yes. it's okay and I kind of get it. It's like that. I chose to leap over and figure out where they came from instead of figuring out where they were going along the path. But yeah. I feel fine with that. I feel okay about it. <laughs> I mean there's but, enough there's enough old blink to keep me yeah. uh satisfied. Yeah. I haven't listened to the untitled record like twice this week already. <laughs> That's it. Today, oh, Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Two days. Yeah. Actually, since Sunday. I was listening to it Sunday. That's when. There you go. Atypical Supply is simplistic, handcrafted, made in Michigan merchandise. Always printed on garments that are a cut above the competition. They work with bands like Worst in Me and Endless Oceans for their merch and also do limited releases, plus collaborate with other designers. We're fans of their clothes. I, for one, have the Roses t shirt. And I have the Recapitulation shirt. Their styles are really neat and edgy with a modern twist on pop punk and emo influences. 
Head over to atypicalsupplyco.com and check out their new Halloween clothing from the Grave line. Available now. And use our code EMOSOCIAL at checkout for 20% off your order. That's EMOSOCIAL for 20% off. Atypicalsupplyco.com. Clothing for the unusual individual. Yes, Lizzie, you continue. Oh, wow. <laughs> we talked so about Blink-182 far too much yeah, on this we podcast. Yeah, we've been having a way too much Blink-182 discourse the last few episodes, good, and I don't understand good. why. <laughs> I mean, they, Rob- they, like, started a genre almost, so, like, yeah, yeah I get it. Or we're, we're not the very beginning, but, like, at the forefront of the beginning of a genre. So, like, I get it, especially if you're talking to somebody, like, in our scene or, like, mm-hmm. just in any sort of, like, adjacent like it's they're a huge band so i get why they would come up it makes sense yeah everybody has an opinion too it's like hey where do you fall on this issue where do you fall on this side of things so it's always like a good thing of like so what do you think about this or what do you think they should do or what do you think it sounds like that so it's always interesting to get everybody's opinion on it too right but uh do you have any like new music you're listening to brompton at all despite, you know, Blink-182. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've honestly been listening to a lot of metalcore recently. Mm-hmm. So uh, Spirit Box has some new, well, new-ish. I, guess, I mean, they had a song come out in like June and then they just re-released it because they signed a rise. But they re-released it and did a guest spot with... Uh, uh, Rio from uh, from Crystal Lake, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Alpha Wolf record is really really good. Like it's pretty cool because they're just calling out all the toxicity in the metalcore scene. Oh, good. So like that's it's it's actually like really well written and like it's just a bunch of diss tracks and it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um, I pretty much since the day it came out. So what, February 28th or 29th, I've listened to Brain Pain, like the Four Year Strong record, like every mm. single day all the way through. So like that's, that's something. A daily um, routine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sometimes multiple times a day. It's a masterpiece. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a lot of other stuff. The Halsey record was actually really good. So that was cool mm. when her shit came out. I like your um, surprise face there. You're like, really? Halsey? I grant I feel the same way about you. I'm not a big Halsey fan to begin with. Uh, you know, her. I'm I'm not I'm not like a crazy I don't really listen to pop music, but like I I'll you know, if people are like, Oh my god, this record is so good, I will definitely give it a shot. You know. And so it was cool. It was cool. I mean the best thing she's ever done was the verse on the MGK track. I was like, I was like, like that MGK verse. That. Yeah. Cause that's like, honestly, the only good part about that entire record. So yeah. Oh, the only thing. <laughs> wow. That's a spicy take. I definitely think it's the top thing. I definitely think it's the best thing on that record. I will my agree issue, with you there. My issue with that record isn't that it's necessarily like bad. It's just like really overrated and it's just, Mm. it's basically, he just took two genres and watered them down to the point where he could do something that just kind of made everybody happy ish. Yeah. And so like, it's just like, really like the songs are okay. Like if you, if you look at it in terms of it, of like a good song being something that's catchy and like is stuck in your head at times, like, yeah, that's pretty good. And 
someone who would really like to see the genre of pop punk like progress and go back to like where it was uh i think that it's kind of not well written because there's like zero technicality to it sure but i mean it's machine gun kelly so i don't really know i don't know like how good he is at music so i don't know like, yeah what, you know so like that that might be it, like an unfair expectation but i will say but what i will say is i think it's amazing that he wrote the record that it's in this genre what he's doing for the genre as a whole i think mm -hmm. it's so cool that a pop punk record was like number one on the billboard charts mm -hmm. um for like the first time in like decades yeah yeah so i mean like that's super cool that could get a whole bunch of people like it's very like entry level mm -hmm. pop punk ish music so like kind of like a new opening for like you know usually kids like listen to people. pop punk right and be like hey this exactly. is stuff that people still make and listen to it's new and different but there's also more things to come if you venture further into it mm -hmm. right so it, it's a good like gateway entry into the genre so it's it's really cool because like it can get people like into bands that they might never have even considered checking out before mm -hmm. Yeah, so like I think that's, that's like super cool. I remember back yeah, in the day I, when like Rihanna and um, oh, there was another artist, but they like started to put a lot more guitars in their music because bands like Mike Hem and Fall Out Boy and Hawthorne Heights were on uh, TRL. And it's like, I see this is like it's a it's this transition into this sound that's now becoming more popular because these bands are getting more popular. So I'm wondering if like MGK is going to be that like catalyst that brings everybody to want to do more of that type of music. It's really funny when you think about like how genres change because like if you look at like a lot of progressive music like progressive metal you know you've like dream theater and like i guess a new version of dream theater would be like periphery mm -hmm. and stuff and i mean those are like obviously not <clears throat> deep cuts so anybody watching i could definitely go into that conversation more but let's just use those two as like <laughs> any, as an example yeah so like you know, those are like kind of like the the way that like kind of metal is going. And then you have bands that are just as technical, like Chan and Polyphia, and mm -hmm. like Chan, who's just making like this crazy good math rock that's mm -hmm. like more jazz influenced. And like, it, there's just so so much going on there. And then like you have Polyphia, who used to be kind of like just a slightly heavier version of Chan. But now they're basically making beats with their instruments. And mm. it's like the craziest thing. And I mean, I love Polyphia. I think it's like super cool what they're doing. Um, and it's just crazy how like, because, and I, I have, it has to be because of the like ease of availability of music on the internet. But like right. everybody is just like, like the lines of genres are just beginning to blur. They used to be like super defined. And everything is just kind of starting to blur. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like it's almost like genetics. Like if you take two people from different races, right? And mm -hmm. they may they have a kid, they're gonna have the dominant genes and technically be a better human being than if you were to mate with like just the same race. Yeah, yeah. It's like the same thing with music genres because you're gonna get all the best parts of each genre, you know. Yeah, bleeding over into the new, into whatever the new thing is going to be, and it's 
it's very exciting for music. It's it's a what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. What's, so what's that's so that? reassuring to hear because I know at least on like Twitter, there's a lot of like the emo gatekeepers, as I like to call them. Yeah, no, fuck like, all gatekeeping. So fuck gatekeeping. And like, how could you do this to like emo and say it's emo? It's sacral, you know, all that kind of bullshit stuff. And I'm like. But he's literally crying they... about girlfriends and cocaine addictions. Like that's actually <laughs> yeah. what it's the same yeah. shit. <laughs> it's the same it's, shit. It's the same thing. It's just he's rapping a bit. I don't know what else you guys want. It's like the same thing when you go in and they're like, well, you know, Fall Out Boy isn't real emo. You know, Right to Spring is real. It's like everyone's crying about the same fucking thing at the end of the day, okay? <laughs> one of them is a little bit more jumpy. That's it. Yeah. One of them gets the crowd moving and the other one gets them not moving, swaying in the swaying in the audience, holding their beers, right. thinking about stuff. Trying to look cool, arms at your sides, standing against the back wall. I don't know. That's not what I do, but it is totally like I don't like to get in the crowd and be attacked. I like to be well, in the I back mean, like, comfortable. It depends on it depends on who's playing or what what's happening. Because I might come out of pit retirement, but for the most <laughs> part, I'm like the old guy with the beer. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the back, but like you know, not in the middle of the pit. Yeah. Somewhere Maybe I I'll can be see like on the front edge. Sure. Or yeah. something. I don't know. We're, I'm still like vibing and like having, you know, yeah. I'm still in it. But yeah, my knees my knees can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I, got, I got bad knees. Yeah. I just don't want to spill my drink. Like if I'm holding a beer, I'm like, no, this is my beer. I want to drink it. I want to have the whole thing. Yeah. I've spent twenty four dollars on it. <laughs> I want my nine dollar Bud Light. Yeah, twelve ounce can. Don't take <laughs> it away from me with your I dancing. <laughs> don't bump into me. I'll spill. I'll spill. I'll spill all over you in the nose. But I don't have a good time. Uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to spill yeah. on you. And then they're like, "Is that a real accent?" And I go, "No, I made it up. So you leave me alone." No, uh, that happened to one of my friends. I forgot what show we were at, but I lost her in the pit. And oh, we were at Matt and Kim. And she's like, we're all like rolling around in the pit. And then she bumps into somebody, spills a little bit of her, and he spills her beer on her a little bit. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let me give you a drink of it. And then like pours it in her mouth and then just sends her back out. I was like, what is going on here? No. I hope as part of our new normal after COVID, that is the kind of shit that never happens again. I know. Like she explained it to me. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about any of that. Ugh. Anyway, about combining genres together. <laughs> yeah, I I do uh I I think it goes a lot of different ways where like it's more of rock in, influenced by more hip hop or more pop music and then it's like kind of the other way around too like with the emo rap and stuff. But there there's a part of me that just feels like, you know, when you're when you're in a band and you're like writing new stuff and maybe you're like coming up with what the band is going to be anyway, you're thinking, well, we want to do something that people will like. And if this is popular, we're going to do that because it's, it's popular. This is what's on the radio all the time. These are the bands we listen to. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, so I kind of wonder, and I, I hope that it's not like it's still, what's going to be popular is like straight hip hop or old bands or Halsey pop music, which that's fine. I like Halsey quite a bit, but <laughs> You know, it's like, it's like, what is it? Is it, is it gonna, even though it's being created, 
is that more of like an indie scene sort of thing? Is that more of like smaller artists get to experiment and then bigger artists get to like take it from that experiment? Like did MGK steal from emo rap? Did MGK steal from Blink-182? Did Travis Barker just give him all the secrets and say, do this, you'll be popular. And it worked. <laughs> um, well, I think there's, there's a lot of, that's such a loaded question. Guys. I know, that's I know. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, listen, I'm trying to get secrets here for me. Like, if I ever get to work with Travis Barker, I'll be like, you, just, you just make it for the me. The only thing that you need, the secret weapon, is just young blood. They're just going to hand you over. Oh, my God. Here you go. <laughs> young blood, just feature on every song, and it'll be fine. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, because you could have asked this an hour ago, and we could have had this just a conversation about this. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, you've got you've got five minutes. No, I'm kidding. No, we have um, as long as you want to go for it. So yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where like there's there's so many uh, there's so many different factors. Image is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of bigger bands like have people ghostwrite for them. Mm-hmm. People who like are very you, you know like prolific and and wrote other songs that everybody likes so i mean you know that's the thing mm-hmm. i mean and then you can also think about like a lot of other bands are all like super close together and, and like they're they're front like bigger bands and so like their music all starts to kind of sound a little bit a little bit similar because they're all like man you know i have this this uh this track and i just don't know and, and then you know their their homie who's vocalist or writer in another band would be like oh yeah you know maybe try this and then it's like everybody's collaborating and stuff yeah so you know really i think like the only way for anybody to like kind of transcend the level that they're at is just doing something that works and then working really really hard at it that's kind of it because until you get to that next level to open that door to all of those other new people and new resources, you're you're pretty much, you know, where you're at. You gotta you gotta figure out how to get to that next level, and that's that's it. There's yeah. a lot of gatekeeping, as you said before. Yeah. And so certainly you know, a lot of gatekeeping. Kind of one of those. It's just one of those unfortunate things, and hopefully, you know, we're kind of going in in a direction where there's not as much gatekeeping. I know there's there's. Uh, there's like pushes for a lot more diversity in a lot of genres. And, and uh, so I think that's really cool. Um, and I think that, you know, younger generations are doing a lot of, or are going to do, and they're starting to do a lot of, um, a lot of like really good and cool things in, in trying to make sure that like everything is a lot more inclusive and that everything is, you know, uh, try to progress and and move forward instead of just kind of being stuck in like you know these these toxic scenes like where where there's all this crazy shit happening behind the scenes and it's like what the fuck is going like why (laughs) what what happened to just like let me just go play a show i i don't want to have to worry about like you know all the other random things like i just i just want to go play this show yeah and you know hang out with people and sell some merch and then go to the next place (laughs) like so i think that eventually we'll be able to get back to that but now there's just so there's so many like other random little things that you got to worry about it's just like 
it's a lot. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, it's a really loaded question. It's like I know. Not just I know. A crazy tangent. No, no, it's fine. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm always curious about, I don't know, songwriting, but also the scene and like how people are perceived. Like, I remember back in the day, like everybody hated pop music. It was just like that's not part of our music. That is part of that music. We are, we are rock music. We are trying to like fight that. This is like when I was in high school and shit and it was just very hard to like find your community because you were like, everybody's into this popular music. And then I, I don't know if I was necessarily being a gatekeeper or not, but I was like, no, fuck that music. Like I'm, I only care about, uh, I only care about my genre. I only care about the used. <laughs> that was like kind of it. It was like, I only care about the used right. and nobody gets to enjoy it. Nobody likes it besides me. Cause you're all into like this pop music stuff. And now like, even just the fact that I would be like, yeah, fucking love Halsey or like, the fact that there are so many like bigger artists that are making pop music that are from like a rock background or from an, an alternative background. The fact that like Billie Eilish is considered alternative is like, that's weird now. Like I don't, that doesn't make sense, but I'm also like, maybe we finally entered a, a time when we're not gatekeeping so much about genre or gatekeeping about where any gatekeepers are seen as bad. Like it's not, it's not as cool to be a gatekeeper anymore. Oh no, for sure. And that's, that's like a huge thing. Like that's kind of just how it has to be going forward. Cause if, if, you know, if gatekeeping continues at, at the levels that it was before, at least like small genres are just going to die. Mm. Yeah. There's, just, there's <laughs> not going to be, there's not going to be any sort of like adjacent music genres anymore. It's going to be like the poppiest of pop punk <laughs> or the, or the, or the metalist of metal. Yeah. Or or just or just like butt rock and then like mainstream rap and then just pop music. There's gonna be like four genres and that's it. <laughs> Sometimes it feels no, that way, but it's that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody right. wants it. No, it right, feels that exactly. way, but it's it's getting better at least. So Brompton, uh, let's give you some time here to give some plugs for the people at home. Where can people find the band? Where can people find you? Whatever you want to plug. Cool. Uh, we're pretty much at Will Matt Band on everything. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so not, well enough. not town of Will Short Matt. Sweet. <laughs> not the town. It's spelled, it's, spelled, it's spelled the same way. Yeah. Just yes. add band at the end. Yeah. And, and you'll pretty much find us everywhere. Fantastic. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube uh twitter facebook whoever uses facebook i don't know i just use it for memes pretty much um, uh, that's fair yeah uh you know instagram we're yeah just at will matt band sweet Everywhere. uh and the new ep is self-titled so it's will matt the new e yep the new ep is self-titled came out last friday right yeah the 25th no yeah. no yeah. two fridays ago there we go it's been two weeks yeah. <laughs> so, oh my, it's not two weeks because it's only Tuesday. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. Time to be out. <laughs> this will be out next Monday. So, it'll be a couple weeks by then. So, it'll be two weeks from. Well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You yeah. know. Yeah. Time, yeah, yeah, time yeah. and math. September, September, <laughs> yeah. September 25th is when it came out. Yeah. It's self titled uh, on Mutant League Records. So, that's, you know, pretty sick. I, I dig it a lot. I mean, I'm biased, but I like it. <laughs> it's fine to like your own music. 
it's that uh, Donald Glover bit where it's like musicians are the only people that can't enjoy what they create. Like you don't go into Subway and Dude, see somebody making yeah. a sandwich and you're like getting a little cocky, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Great bit. I think it's totally fair to like your own music. I hate my old music, but I'm glad we that you enjoy either. your music. <laughs> I hate a lot of my old music too. I've <laughs> been playing in bands for like over 15 years. And so yeah. like a lot of the old stuff is not good. Yeah. It's like not good at all. It shows the progression and growth. It shows the growth. As a, yes. as a musician. Yeah. Some of it is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like absolutely not good music. So, you know, still write yeah. some bad songs sometimes. It happens. It they happens. They can't all be winners. Yeah. They yeah. can't all be winners. It's all just, yeah, it's growth. But it's also like, don't listen to the old shit. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Like, let's just take that one down from the internet real quick. <laughs> but then there's those people who are going to get pissed if you take down the old music. Yeah. The there's going to be somebody who loves it. There's going to be somebody who's like, no, that was my favorite song. And you're like, you're not a, I no, <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> We're taking that away from you. You gotta have a new favorite now. Pick a good I one. I mean, if they if it's their favorite song, if it's you know, it's something that we did in the past or I did in the past. I I mean all the Womet songs are good, but some of my other stuff is not good. So if <laughs> if it's something that I did in the past and somebody likes it, cool. I'm glad that you liked it. I don't. So <laughs> I make executive decision here, so I mean, it's cool. I'm, I'll leave it up. They can listen to it. You know, I'm yeah. not going to hide where I came from, but uh, I might not ever go back to it. And listen. <laughs> not going to see you I play might it just live pretend at a show. it doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's fair. I'm down. Like, if somebody was to, like, hit us up before a show and they were just like, could you guys just please play this for me? Like, if it's possible, I'm down to do it. <laughs> like that's that's fine i don't mind it if it's like not possible like because of like the way that a set is designed or like it's too we don't have the time or we would have to take something else out that we yeah. actually need to play <laughs> that is much better or, or something then then you know but like if it's possible if it's like a super diy show it's like can we take an extra three minutes and play the song for this person <laughs> sure. why why not why yeah. not do that it's like it's not it's three minutes that i will never get back but it's fine I don't... it's on they're having a good time and i appreciate exactly. it and i'm happy exactly. because i mean they they you know were cool enough to support what i'm trying to do with my life so yeah. the least i could do is give a little bit back to them so that's cool i was gonna say if you wanted to shout out what song that might be but then i'm like no if you do it it's gonna call it into Everyone's creation gonna... yeah all of a sudden somebody <laughs> will come to a show and be like that's the one i heard it you said it so I don't want to call it into existence if you don't want it to, but I it's, thought it'd be it's funny. Not, it's not a Wilmette song, so we don't really have to worry about it today. Yeah, okay, there you go. There, we there go. you go. We're great. We're great, though. <laughs> We're good. There you We're go. Uh, well, yeah, do we, do we want to get into anything else before we close out the episode? Is there anything else that, that you want to talk about? Any spicy yeah. takes? Any spicy opinions? I honestly, like, I keep all my hot takes and spicy opinions off the internet cancel culture is terrifying and (laughs) i am not about to say like something it's not even like it would be anything terrible but i just i don't want to piss i don't want to like piss any 
insane person off. Yeah. <laughs> and then they and then they just then they just like go down this rabbit hole and try and like Find shit crazy yeah. shit. I mean, I don't have any crazy shit on me on the internet, so that's fine. But yeah. then like they're gonna look into people that are adjacent to me and then like they're gonna be like, they associate with this person. It's like, well shit, I didn't know this person was crazy. <laughs> I, you know, I don't need to right. know everybody's crazy level. That is not my job. Uh, exactly. Too much so, research. Yeah, it's just like cancel culture is great in when it when it you know prevents somebody from preying on somebody or doing something like illegal or or any anything horrible but mm-hmm. like i've seen people get canceled over like like personal things like things in their personal life that are nobody else's business at all yeah that that did not negatively affect you know the general people or hurt somebody else and stuff and it's like all right, man. So we're just trying to take away free will at this point. Like, you know, yeah. But again, I do, I do support, like if somebody is a predator, like I cannot stress enough, like, yeah, let's get them the fuck out of the scene. Like we don't Mm -hmm. need any of that. We don't need any of that. We don't need like any of these like toxic people or anything, but like, you know, if six years ago, somebody was dating somebody who they haven't spoken to in five years and then got a nude from another person and it was completely consensual and everybody was above age and they just had a momentary lapse of judgment and they're just not that was a bad relationship like we don't know what their relationship was like their relationship could have been toxic or like yeah you know it's just there's so many it's just so it's like none (laughs) of my business right it's none of most of these other people's businesses right they don't need to yeah so no so no hot takes for me because it's just that's not. fine i mean i was gonna be like actually that that in and of itself might have been a hot take i don't know i mean did i just feel my fate no because oh, i've said i think i think a lot of a lot of us have similar yeah perspectives I've, on that and we've said it before too yeah i've so said pretty much like everything you just said personally yeah so to know you're fine i meant like Maybe you think that uh, you know Fall Out Boy was better after the hiatus or something. I don't know. Oh <laughs> okay, that is an actual hot take. And <laughs> I hope that's not yeah. your hot take. It's not my hot take, Lizzie. Would you take. like to explain yourself, Lizzie? Would you oh. like to talk about it, Lizzie? Would you like oh. to explain your? No, oh. <laughs> she's so also. It's, so it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie just wants oh, justice for Mania. That's all. I will. I will definitely. I can. I can take five minutes to prove you wrong. In that. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I just really love Mania. I mean, it came out for me personally during a time where I was like getting ready to graduate school and like, you know, doing shit. So for me, there's a lot of like reflection there. And the same thing with, you know, save rock and roll too. You have a lot of different lyrical, you know, moments going through where you have like, okay, I'm reliving things. I'm being nostalgic. I'm experiencing all these different points of views. Is it le- musically different? Oh, yeah, 100%. Am I saying it's the best records ever? No. I mean, there's Folia Doom. There's Take This to Your Grave. There's Infinity on High. There's From Under the Cork Tree. I'm not saying they're the best Fall Out, Boys al- Fall Out Boy albums ever. I'm saying, though, they are still solid enough for okay. the fandom. So... I, having seen them play songs off of those records live, I I think that yes, the songs are are 
interesting enough and they're pretty decent it's cool when they use actual instruments and the whole record isn't just programmed and like overproduced right because mm-hmm. that's like the main issue that i have with it because sure. you can't really there's like but yeah there's real instruments being played but like it's so overproduced it's ridiculous mm-hmm. like guitars don't even sound like guitars anymore because there's so many fucking like layers of synths and effects and all this other random shit and like it's just pop music now yeah which is fine it's just a completely different genre but i mean like there's literally no way that we can ever ever you know say that infinity on high isn't their best record now is it my favorite record no it's not my favorite Fall Out Boy record. Is it their best record in terms of being what Fall Out Boy was in that era of Fall Out Boy? Absolutely. Hands down, it's the most Fall Out Boy record of all of them. This is the most correct take I've ever heard. Because uh, <laughs> I agree take 100%. This, <laughs> take This to Your Grave is probably my... It has the most songs... I mean, I like every song on Take This to Your Grave. Mm. I like every song on Cork Tree, too. Those two records are just, like, top tier. Uh, anyway, like, it's just one of those things <laughs> where, like... You're not wrong about that. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just top tier. Basically, it seems like you've, slowed, like you've changed your take a little bit from what you originally said that triggered me to what you are saying <laughs> now. Yeah. So, I don't so think Lizzie believes that it's better than I don't think no, Lizzie believes post hiatus is better than pre hiatus. So I was any I was, of the original yeah. albums. I never. I was twisting her words better. there. I was twisting she her was. words there for my benefit to be funny, but uh, <laughs> I de- yeah, I definitely think that they are. <laughs> there, it's still decent music, and it's still like interesting, and I think that the lyricism is still like insanely clever and 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 good. Um, it's just not it's just not what they were. And I think that myself and a lot of other people are just having a hard time really accepting that. Mm. And I'm self-aware enough to just be like, I get it, but <laughs> I'm not necessarily happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a fair, that, that's a fair standpoint. I mean, do I like that they are still so much more popular than I anticipated? No. Do I still vibe with it? Yes. But do I listen to like mania songs more when I'm working out? Yes. Do I listen to Take This to Your Grave when I'm upset and mad? Yes. Would I necessarily <laughs> listen to Mania while I'm upset and mad? Not really. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, there's a lot. Most bands change their music after a few records anyway. So, I mean, if, yeah. if, you're, if, you've, if you've been a band for like over 10 years, you're, unless you're Silverstein, you're, your music is not going to sound the same. <laughs> and, even, and even the most recent Silverstein album sounds completely completely different Mm -hmm. than a lot of their it's the largest departure between any of the records so i mean (laughs) it was it was it was bound to happen it was bound bound yeah and like you said it's like blink 182 is not in high school anymore they're not making jokes like they were anymore uh so certainly fallout boy grew up funny a lot a lot of their like little short joke songs are just as ridiculous as they used to be yeah for blink but i mean like overall the songs are far more serious yeah but then right. they also throw in the you know <laughs> uh the, built this pool was why, that one built, I yeah know. i was literally about to say that yeah. they want to see naked dudes that's why they built that pool. <laughs> yeah like that one's fine 
I was never a huge Blink fan, so it's hard for me to even be like, nah, it's good. It's just like, nah. I like what I like, and I don't like what I don't like, and I don't. But I mean, that's that's the beauty of music. It's all subjective. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you don't like it, that's cool. Just move on. You don't have to, like, fucking openly make somebody feel like shit about it. Yeah. So stop giving me hard time for disliking Mania, Lizzie. (laughs) (laughs) It's more of um our fans in the stream who give you shit at this point yeah it's funny everybody else is giving me shit about not liking mania because they're all fans of mania and i'm like (laughs) anyway uh yeah so that is our episode then uh want to thank brompton for coming on talking about will met go check out Thanks for having me yeah of of course check out the record check out the band uh and then follow them on everything so you know when they're coming back and playing a show near you All right, well, what a cool interview with Brompton. That was a lot of fun. Uh, go check out the band. Go check out their music. Uh, go hang with him over on his social medias and the band's social media. Uh, likely be hearing from him again. So Most definitely. So most just definitely. keep your ears and eyes out keep on our ears social to media the pod. everywhere. Your ears straight into your speaker, wherever into you're speaker. listening. No headphones right into There's the speaker. There's no other ways for you to go death and or develop tinnitus right now other than doing that, that. <laughs> it could be a concert at your own house just put your head directly next to the speaker make it feel like you're really there you're really existing <laughs> not in the COVID timeline that is our episode today thank you very much for hanging out with us we'll see you again next week this week Thursday and next week on the pod from all of us here at the email social club podcast I am Brian and I am Lizzie goodbye social club broadcast broadcast let's go ahead and just get that one started again let's just go ahead and do one more take on that